Hi, I'm Christine Roney. Welcome to the Roney Writes Podcast. The tagline for this podcast is, let me tell you a story, because that's what these recordings are about, stories. I love to write them, and I would love to share them with you. This is Episode 5 of Where Is He? An Ellie Bay Mystery. We're continuing on today with Chapter 7. So let me tell you a story. Where is he? By Christine Roney. Ellie concentrated on her breathing, trying to quiet her body, which felt like an earthquake was going on inside it. Her heart was pounding, and her hands sweaty. She didn't want Harvey to see that her hands were trembling, so she kept them in her lap. She mentally started reciting a mantra she had read about in one of the many lifestyle magazines she read. It was supposed to calm the mind and body. You wanted to see me, so talk. Harvey leaned forward and put his arms on the table. I'm trying to find William Shane. Most people called him Billy. The mantra must have worked because her voice was steady. What does that have to do with me? The last time anyone saw him, he was with Jeff Brady. Who's that? The man you killed? Oh, right, him. Harvey took off his glasses and tossed them on the table. He sat back, crossing his arms over his chest. You said you didn't kill Billy, but he hasn't been seen since the night you murdered Jeff. She met his eyes and held them. She thought they would be dark and flat due to the evil that looked behind them. But they were bright blue. It unnerved her. Did you kill Billy? He stared at her, said nothing. You confessed to killing Jeff so there wasn't a trial. Again, he said nothing. Why did you kill Jeff? Frustration over his silence made her voice sharp, almost strident. Why are you trying to find this Billy? His sister's dying and wants to see him. He straightened up. Did she see a flicker of emotion flash across his face? After a few moments where neither of them said anything, Harvey spoke. I've been writing poems. Would you like to hear one? She shook her head no. She wondered if he was insane. I've written a few stories, too. You know, fiction. Maybe you'd like them better than poetry. He paused for a moment, then went on. One of those stories is about a man sentenced to life in prison without parole. One day, he gets a visit from a man who is, quote, connected, unquote. This man, he tells the prisoner that if he cops to a murder he didn't do, that the organization he worked for would take care of his family. He figures he's in jail for life anyway, so it's a fair deal, and he cops to the murder. Harvey leaned forward. I wrote another story, too. That one is about a prisoner's life told from the viewpoint of a rat. A real rat! What do you think? Do you think they would sell? Ellie was stunned. 
She just stared at him. Are you sure you don't want to hear a poem? I could recite one for you. He started laughing. Ellie pushed the silver button. Matt and Sam were waiting for Ellie when she emerged from the prison. As Ellie approached, Sam got out. Ellie shook her head, signaling she didn't want to talk. Sam stepped aside as Ellie got in the front passenger seat. Sam closed the door and got in the back. Matt started to say something, but Ellie cut him off. Just get out of here. Matt put the car in gear and sped out of the parking lot. He drove a few miles to a park he and Sam had seen earlier. They sat in the car, silently watching a man feed a flock of ducks near a small pond. After a few minutes, Sam leaned forward between the front seats. Ellie, what happened? Ellie continued to watch the man feed the ducks, as she said, I don't think he killed Jeff. What? He told you that? No, not in so many words. I don't understand, Matt said. He told me a story. He said it was a fiction story that he wrote. Ellie recounted Harvey's story. When she was finished, Matt said, Maybe he was messing with you. Maybe. But think about it. If the story was about him and he did make a deal, he can't tell anyone because that would put his family and himself in jeopardy. But he wants to help. Why, I don't know. So he tells me in a way where he admits nothing. Or he's crazy or evil and messing with your head. Sam said. Ellie nodded. They all sat there, staring at the ducks. Chapter 8 When they got back to the bookstore, they ordered a pizza, then sat down to figure out their next move. We need to go back to the night Jeff was killed, Ellie said. Where did he and Billy go? Let's trace their movements. Matt, can you go through Jeff's file again? This time look at it as an unsolved murder. Matt nodded. Sam, go talk to Jeff's sister. Find out where he liked to go, where he hung out. Tell her we need the info to find Billy. Don't mention Harvey. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm going to talk to Kat. There was a knock on the door, and Matt went to get the pizza. Ellie sat at the desk in her office staring at the screen before her. She was ordering new books for the store, or at least she was trying to, but her attention kept shifting to the music drifting down from the loft. It was open mic night, and the sign-up sheet was full. She remembered the first one she held after she opened the bookstore. She had put up posters around town, posted on a few social media sites, and put an ad in the local shopper. Two musicians and one poet showed up. They played to empty seats. Ellie had dreamed of the loft becoming a community of local artists, a hot spot for creatives. As she looked at the empty seats that night, her heart sank. But she kept advertising, and the next Thursday night a few more people showed up. The next Thursday, those people returned with some friends, and the audience grew. Word spread among the musicians and poets until the loft was full every Thursday night. 
The squeal of the microphone pulled her out of a reverie. Jeremy was performing one of his poems. He never simply read his poems. He performed them. Earlier, she had heard Michael's voice, but hadn't gone up to the law for his performance. They hadn't talked since the night he showed up with Laura. Ellie shut down her computer and went upstairs. As she walked toward her table, she pulled out her phone. She wanted to get some shots of Jeremy to post online. Ellie's table was near the back of the loft but had a good view of the stage. She stopped short when she saw an envelope propped up against the reserved for management sign in the middle of the table. Ellie looked around. Everyone's eyes were on Jeremy. She picked up the envelope and took out a single sheet of paper. It was from Michael and said simply, Missed seeing you tonight. Sam found Ellie standing on a ladder dusting the top shelves in the romance section. Hey, Ellie. Want to take a drive down to the boardwalk? Why? Because Jeff's sister told me where he liked to hang out. Ellie smiled. I'll grab my purse and meet you out front. That's the end of Episode 5. Come back next week for Episode 6. If you're enjoying this story, please help me spread the word. Tell your family and friends about the podcast, and be sure to let them know that they can listen for free. You can also subscribe for free, and by doing that, you'll automatically receive the latest episodes downloaded to your computer, phone, or tablet. Go to my website, ronywrites.com, for more information on how and where to subscribe. Goodbye for now, until the story goes on.